0: guys welcome back to the peach hour with Paris and Bella now on today's episode we have such an exciting guest and we are so excited I think Bella's a little bit starstruck yeah. <laughs> but we have the one and only Phoebe Hagen. welcome Hello. Phoebe.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, so it's the morning time for me so I don't know it's I think obviously you guys are ahead of us so it's weird because I'm usually used to <laughs> me ahead of everyone else. Like I'm ahead of the UK and ahead of the um of the US afternoon time on Thursday, right? Yeah, it's so oh, yeah. and it's it's nine fifteen here in Dubai. So it's really That's... weird. So oh I, morning. <laughs>
1: I know, when we tried to organize this time we're like all right what's the time difference between Dubai and Adelaide and it was
2: just yeah. yeah well good morning
1: p- Phoebe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Good morning and good afternoon for you guys. <laughs>
0: yes. Who is Phoebe pretty much give us a bit of a spill, bit of a rundown so some of our listeners can have a better understanding.
2: Amazing yeah 100% so my name is Phoebe Hagen. I'm Phoebe Bikini Pro from the UK and I've been competing now for around seven years um, and uh, that's pretty much what I do as a profession It is obviously uh, I'm an IFPB athlete um, competing kind of all throughout the year um, and I am an, the owner of the Posing Portal so uh, I've created a site called the Posing Portal which is the best way to kind of improve and perfect your posing um, in a different way to just doing posing sessions um so that that's really something that i would love kind of doing and stuff like that and uh it's a, it's a lot of fun to be able to create something like that it's very different for it in the industry i'm a youtuber um <laughs> i'm on instagram i do do loads of kind of different things um i like to say that i'm more than just an athlete i kind of like to be more than just a bikini girl, which is quite nice. I, I do enjoy, like, doing more than one thing, like, and just being known for more than one thing for sure. 100%. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, like, do you find, because you don't want your pure identity just to
2: be a bikini girl? Yes. So, like, that that's 100%. So I want it to be you know, because it's very easy for people to kind of look at you as just an athlete or a bikini girl and say like, that's really unrelatable to me. I'll never be able to get to that level or anything like that. And for me, I like to be very relatable to a lot of my audience. So I kind of show them, you know, my normal life, my normal everyday life, the normal things that I get up to, instead of it being like, you know, very unreachable, Life, yeah. if that makes sense. Other people
0: can really relate to you, and yeah. So I love like watching some of your stuff, Evie, and how like
1: real and
2: raw, raw you are. Yeah, with your content. Oh, thank you so much. That means a lot. That really does.
1: <laughs> so you recently competed at the Olympia, which is super yeah. exciting, and congratulations on your placing and
2: everything. Thank you so much. Like I, I still can't believe. Like it still doesn't make my brain like what actually happened. I'm like. Still so processing
1: that. it. <laughs> You'll yeah.
2: probably process it next year. You'll be like, oh yeah,
1: that <laughs> happened.
2: <laughs> yeah, I literally, it still doesn't feel real. But no, it, it honestly was an absolutely amazing experience. Like it was obviously because it was my first Olympia as well. I wouldn't have changed anything for the world. Like it was absolutely incredible. Really, really good experience. Um, everything was greatly well done, especially because it was the biggest one. Um, that was one thing I was really like unsure how it was going to go. Like I didn't know what it was going to be like because you know it was the biggest one. That they've ever done. So it was interesting to kind of see like what was gonna, how it was gonna turn out.
1: Yeah, there were so many bikini girls in the day, even just watching um, the live stream, there were so many competitors. It was, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, it was
2: crazy. And to be fair, bikini on that day wasn't the, the biggest cast. The biggest cast was classic. So classic. Oh, really? huh. Physique, sorry. So men's physique had around seventy. I think classic had around sixty something, and then uh, bikini only. Well, I say only fifty-four. <laughs> Still a lot, a lot, but we were the, le- the the least amount on the day which is crazy.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. And I feel like for you, does that make your placing more special?
2: I feel, yeah, I feel like for me, like someone asked me that the other day and I, I think it makes me, the placing feels more special because it was, you know, history made on that uh, on that year. So 2022 was the like history made with the biggest, you know, the most amount of competitors in a category. So I'm really, really happy that I was able to be noticed within that, you know, the whole lineup. Um, but regardless, it still makes it still makes it – it could have been, like, 20 girls up there or it could have been 10 girls up there. and I still would have been, like, you know, ecstatic with the placing um, and what I did on the day. 100%.
0: And now Olympia is over, how does it feel now, like, getting back into normality? Has it been quite tricky, like, getting back into, like, your training, your eating?
2: Yeah, it it, it feels very – I feel like post-show is always very, like, difficult because you're kind of like, oh, what next? Well, at the moment, obviously, I'm uh, six weeks out from the (laughs) Arnold's. So yeah, with, I saw that announcement. <laughs> we've kind of forgotten the Olympia. We've forgotten everything that we've done in the last like month or so, and we've just gone straight back into. Paris. So into the next, really, yeah, I know. It's like forget forget what you do under the next now. Um, no, I feel <laughs> I feel good like coming out of the Olympia and knowing what obviously we're doing. Like obviously we found out two weeks ago that we were you know we got an invite to the Arnold, so we're kind of now pushing towards that to, to bring our best and all that sort of thing. So I'm excited for that, and yeah, it's I think because of the. Trend, Travel, and I did get sick after the Olympics because so many people got sick after the Olympics. I did
0: say that. I don't
2: know what happened or what was out there, but it's like it takes one person to get sick at an, at an expo and then everyone's sick. So yeah. I, I can understand <laughs> kind of why probably everyone got sick and it was like winter time over there. So, um, but no, I feel like I've been getting back into the swing of things and I've kind of only just kind of got back into my groove like this past week, um, obviously because of travel, uh, being in Vegas, because I, obviously I stayed over in Vegas for three months. To prep for the Olympia, um, the time zone from uh, from Vegas to um, Dubai is very different. So my sleep here has been a little bit all over the place. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just trying to be getting back into normal swing of things um, before then, obviously full steam ahead for the arnold's yeah
0: after your show did you enjoy yourself a little bit like did you splurge a little bit on food or were you like not back to it oh
2: no 100 percent. i definitely like it was christmas the week after so i was like oh, oh, Christmas market <laughs> and spending time with family so like that was my main thing That I wanted to do obviously post-Olympia anyway, I did want to enjoy with my family, friends, go out and see people and not have to restrict and that's something I always do post-show anyway. Obviously don't get me wrong, I don't splurge or go like too over the top to the point where, you know, it can be very damaging because at the end of the day you want to make sure you're not going too crazy post-show so you can kind of reverse well. The thing is I feel like if you splurge post-show it makes me feel a lot worse So I prefer to just kind of, yeah, I prefer to kind of have small little things that I've wanted here and there, but nothing like just eating for the sake of it. Because I think a lot of people have that mindset sometimes because they can eat they they just want to eat all the time if that makes sense
0: yeah i feel like you feel i haven't done many shows but i've just done two shows and for me i had the mindset of like food's going away yeah oh i gotta have like all the food and like you feel like it's disappearing but it's like no like i can have food food's always gonna be there yeah enjoy and appreciate that food so
2: appreciate the food that i have off plan just that look i say off plan but you know outside of my meal prep a little bit more just purely because i'm not having it all the time and it makes me enjoy the moment and I can enjoy it Mm -hmm. with friends versus just having it just because if that makes sense Um, it it, it sounds silly but it makes it more like the actual time that you're spending and the enjoyment of food just that little bit more special versus it being like cool I'm having this food all the time I'm eating it all the time and like I'm just eating it now for the sake of it so I, I think it's definitely good to have that kind of mindset post show to try and think about being like no food's not going anywhere you know try and enjoy things that you actually wanted versus just eating for the sake of it and all that type of thing.
1: Yeah. It's more so do you reckon like the memory? So being present yeah. with your friends and family opposed mm. to the food. It's more so, you know, catching up with everyone and yeah. Making those memories again. Yes.
2: Like there was this um, bagel place in <laughs> yeah, there was this bagel place in Vegas that I literally saw like the day I got that, and I was like, right, post Olympia, we're all going to go there. Me and my sister, my dad, um, and my boyfriend, Max, I was like, we'll go there and we'll have like loads of different bagels because they were really like thick. Like
0: I love that. Bagels <laughs> like,
2: so I, was like, I just want to have like a really big like bacon and like yeah. <laughs> so we went there post Olympia, like literally the next day for breakfast. And it was so fun. Like it was so nice. Like we just yeah. had that with, like, loads of different flavoured bagels. We all shared it. And it just made the experience more fun because obviously I wasn't going to have it in prep. But I'd waited for that moment to share yeah. it you know what I mean so it just made the moment more special yeah yeah
1: yeah. so from the Olympia do you have a core memory that you look back on and does it feel really like wholesome or yeah do you have a core memory from the Olympia
2: I think one of my core memories probably is when I got off stage post uh, pre-judging and I kind of like realized like oh wow I've got I just got top 10 um and I walked off stage and my sister and my dad were like outside like behind the curtains waiting for me and they were holding up my dad's um ha- uh, my dad's Ghanaian who's so from Africa so he bought the Ghanaian flag and then obviously me and my sister were born mm-hmm. in the UK so she bought the UK flag um and I walked out and they were obviously holding the flags um screaming my name with like my uh partner and like a few of like people that uh, other people that was supporting me and it, I just came out and I felt so loved
1: That's so special so,
2: like special so yeah. it was really cool to be able to share this whole the whole moment with like my family friends supporters all that type of thing so that was one of the core memories and then if I'm honest uh, the meeting group was absolutely incredible um so many people came to obviously say hi and get pictures and just tell me their journey and it like that's one thing that I love the most is hearing other people's journeys like I love just being part of people's journeys and how I've you know, impacted them and helped them along the way. So yeah, the meet and greet and post pre-judging was probably one of the best, those best moments where I was like, Oh, I just want to live in this moment forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's really special. Yeah, it was amazing.
0: Now, so during prep, we would love to know, were there any hurdles that you had to go through leading up to the Olympia mentality physically? And how did you overcome them? So, for example, if it's like gut health, self-doubt, we would love to know about, yeah, how you overcame it. So
2: I think mainly, I think a lot of competitors do go through kind of this... Uh, phase when they're in prep of you know am I going to be lean enough am I going to like look my best am I am I going to be good enough against the you know those competitors that I've been you know maybe looking up to like along my journey um and I think that definitely started to kick in the closer I got um and the more deeper I got into prep I was kind of like am I good enough to go against you know the top of the top um the best in the world and actually be comparable against them and that's it creep in more than i'd want would have liked for it to be um and sometimes it's actually okay for it i always try and say to people like if those feelings kind of come up let them sit with you and kind of try and figure out why you feel like that if that makes sense like why yeah. is that yeah. doubt kind of crept in all of a sudden because you know maybe a few hours ago or a few days ago you were feeling really really confident so why is the doubt kind of crept in um and sometimes it could just be a case of you know you know you can't see how good you're looking that day or you can't see the improvements you made that day, or it sounds really silly, but, you know, the scale weight might have gone up a little bit, so then that makes you feel even, like, it makes you feel a little bit worse because it's gone up, but it shouldn't make you feel worse because the scale weight going up doesn't indicate it's a bad thing, if that makes yeah. sense. No, so, I love I think, it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I think sometimes it's really good to sit in those feelings. That's what I did a lot of the time was, like, sit, and I was like, why do I feel like this? I was like, why do I feel like I'm doubting myself? Why do I feel like I'm not good enough? And I'd kind of like relay and be like, okay, what kind of triggered it in a way? Um, so those, I think those are the things that I kind of mainly overcame mentally in my prep. Physically, there wasn't really anything that I would say, like happened because I think there was nothing like, you know, I know you mentioned like gut health and like digestion and yeah. all of that was pretty, pretty good this prep because I think my mind was very happy. So my body kind of just like followed along, which I was really happy with. Um I think now going into the Arnold's prep now, my body is starting to be a little bit slower now. Um I won't lie, and I've kind of admitted that on my YouTube and stuff as well. Um mm-hmm. because it's been prepping since July and I've had about three weeks off before getting back into another dieting phase. So body is a little bit slower responding now. So that's kind of a bit of a mental, I guess, block that we're probably facing at the moment where I am kind of like, am I gonna be ready? Am I gonna, you know, bring the same package as what I did for the Olympia um, and all that type of thing. So those kind of thoughts is kind of coming in, but I'm trying to not stress about it, all that sort of thing. Um, and you can only do your best. So that's all I'm doing is doing my best and we're going to see what happens. the things I guess I've overcome in my last previous preps.
1: I think that's important, Phoebe, like you said, you know, you have tasks that you set every day and as long as you know you put your 100% into everything and you tick all those boxes, Boxing. bring your best, that's mm. all you can ask of yourself. Yeah,
2: exactly. And I think that's something very important to, for even amateur athletes and even pro athletes to kind of take into account as well. It's like you can only do your best. So there's no point kind of really stressing yourself out about things to the point where it is like there's nothing you can con- – some things you can't control. A lot of people try and focus on the things that they can't control versus the things that you can control. Yeah, definitely. You can control other things here, there and everywhere. And I think it's, um, it's good to focus on the things you can control versus things you can't, for sure.
0: Did you find um, you were comparing yourself with social media or did you have any struggles with – the social media side or did you stay pretty grounded and like you said like just focus on what you can control? Do you know what I
2: actually was really good with social media. I wasn't kind of, you know, I've the last like I would say two years or so, I've kind of really stepped away from, you know, comparing social media and looking at social media. Like it really doesn't bother me anymore. And I think the more you get into competing, the less you'll probably do that because the more you realize it really doesn't matter what they look like on social media. It only matters what they look like on the day next yeah. to you um and that's that's all and you can't control what they look like either you can only control what you look like so there's no point looking through their instagram and saying oh she looks amazing like that she's gonna beat me like i'm gonna you know look really bad or whatever because what you you out. <laughs> there's, And I, I, we've all gone through that i've definitely gone through that in previous times where i've been prepping and you know we all follow each other and support each other but then you look at people's posts and you're like oh my gosh she's looking really good like yeah i, I don't think <laughs> I, I don't know if I can like look like that next year or, or I can't compare next or or whatever. Um, but I think it's very important to make sure that you step back and just be like, Instagram's Instagram, social media social media. Mm-hmm. Um, people are gonna look great on social media because it's a highlight reel and whatnot. And people do look great because they're prepping as well. Um, but you also have to realize that you—it's all about what happens on the day. So just try and make sure you're you're focusing on. Again, it comes back to the con- things you can control. Oh. Focus on your best focus on doing your best, and then whatever happens on the day, the best person will come out on top, and that's something you have to accept with bodybuilding.
1: That's a really good perspective, actually, because, you know, you hear people say, nah, I'm staying in my lane, this prep, but you can use social media as a positive tool in the sense of, like, maybe documenting your journey, Mm -hmm. and we see you, you know, training with other Olympians, and really, yeah, like, you're friends with them, and it's really nice
2: Like, I I, I don't know, I, I think the thing for me is, like, I i especially going out to vegas you know by myself for three months i didn't want to just kind of go into a prep hole where i was by myself i'm a huge i think loads i don't know if a lot of people know this about me but i'm a huge extrovert yeah. So like i feed off people's energy so for me going and spending time with people in prep is like recharging my battery versus you know i know people say that their social battery sometimes gets straight so they need to be by themselves to be recharged i'm the opposite so i need i need <laughs> recharge if that makes sense if i'm tired um and i'm feeling like down and stuff i need to be around people to kind of charge up my positive energy if that makes sense Um, yeah yeah And i I love being around people when i'm in prep as well especially you know Training with, like, for example, like Jen Dora, and Laura Lee, like these types of people, like they're my friends, but they motivate me just as much as, you know, the next person. So it's cool to be able to train with them, have good chats with them, talk to them about things that I'm thinking, because they they think probably the same because we're in the exact same boat. Um, yeah. So no, it's really, I, I really love that part of things. And I will always, you know, support all the people that I'm next to on stage because you know, why not? Why would I not?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: No, I really do love that and especially seeing, like, the Olympians training together because, like you said, you guys can bounce off each other, you know, if you're going through some issues, like, you understand. And it's relatable. Yeah, it's relatable. So, you know, you kind of each other's you know dr phil sometimes or yeah Yeah. help each other because i feel like there can be such a dark side of the sport sometimes obviously because it is very competitive
2: i get what you mean where it's like it becomes very overwhelming because it like you said it can be very competitive and i think people think that competitive sports you know your your competition has to be you know, I'm not talking to her. Like we, I can't tell her my secrets. I can't tell her what I'm doing because you know, it's all up to me. At the end of the day, it's not going to work for them. Most likely like their diet, the diet plan you're on isn't going to work towards them. Your training program probably won't, you know, be the same as theirs anyway. So it's good to just, I personally like to just share what I'm doing and share, you know, what's going on with these people if they ask, because like, why not? And then also, it just motivates you to kind of like push forwards and do better than before to hear what they're doing and stuff like that. And I don't know, I, I just personally like being around people to to feed off my energy.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's really good. Yeah. yeah. And everyone is so different. Like you said, mm. Phoebe, yeah. what might work for me is not going to work for Paris. Yeah. So there's no point in exactly. you know, adding anything or anything, like share your experience and rely on your friends to vent and yeah like you're all going to be there for each other yeah i love
0: it very supportive so phoebe you said you've been bodybuilding for seven years is that correct um so out of like all your preps and all your competitions would you say this olympia prep was the smoothest
2: oh 100 percent um And I think definitely the reason for that is, and I I did a little post on it the other day. Um, I think the reason for that was because I gave myself so much time. So we started at 25 weeks. And don't get me wrong, not every prep needs to be 25 weeks. Um, but we were, you know, we needed to get a lot of weight off. So we said for to ourselves to, from the beginning, like, let's start this prep early. It wasn't like we were dieting, like, hardcore from the beginning. Um, we kind of just started to clean things up and make sure that we we're on track um, at the beginning. So we started 25 weeks out. Um, and I had a lot of events and kind of things coming up as well. So we wanted to try and make sure that we make time for those as well. So mm-hmm. obviously I was schedule. So I could enjoy those events and some of that as well. Um so we kind of had a, a time scale completely um from the beginning and then obviously when I went over to Vegas for the last I think it was two and a half months of the Olympia prep, that's where I think things started to kick in a little bit more and it was more of like it felt like more of a boot camp in a good way because I was there for a purpose you know what I mean like it was yeah. like I was there training with coach like in in the gym every day or not every day but most days um yeah. and it was just good because it was like, It was like I was really working towards the big goal, you know, like it really felt like so surreal. Um, But this was, yeah, 100% the smoothest prep because I gave myself enough time and definitely because I went over to Vegas early um, to really hone in and focus and just be in the environment that everyone kind of has been talking about, which was Vegas.
0: Would you also say through each prep you've learned so much about your body, mentality and how important it is and you've taken it on to your Olympia prep?
2: Yes, like I definitely feel like we've learned a lot about my body because I've been with Adam um, from Team Elite Physique now for almost four years, which is crazy. It's been so long. Um, But we have really we've done so many preps together that we've kind of realized that the best way for me that we how we work things is we just need to give myself enough more enough time um so this prep has really made us realize like okay this is what we need to do every single prep now to to make sure that we can bring our best so starting that little bit earlier making sure i have a good amount of time in between my shows so i can get my head right can rest let my body rest all that type of thing um and then we can kind of you know focus on bringing our best um but yeah i think every like we said every prep is different so you are going to be maybe doing things slightly differently like this time it was slightly different for me because I was in Vegas things were a little bit slightly different because I started earlier um, and I was actually ready early as well so it was kind of then maintaining so it was a really good experience and we kind of found like a good like swing and groove when Mm -hmm. we were in this prep Um, and that's what we're going to kind of be doing every single prep from now which will be good.
1: And I feel like when you start earlier in a prep you can actually like I know for me it'd be like the the fear of not having enough time so when you do have yeah. enough time that reduces stress anxiety and you can actually yeah. control the variables more.
2: Yes, it you like we said, it comes back to again controlling like w- like we were talking about controlling what you can control. Giving yeah. yeah. us time allows yourself to have more control over situations. Maybe you did, you know maybe you had a little plateau in weight loss for two weeks or so maybe then it's a case of like okay cool I'm not falling behind because I'm already early so we can have those plateaus and it be it not be detrimenting to the prep or anything like that versus sometimes if you to have you know a little bit of a plateau you know maybe at four weeks out and it's kind of like a worry um versus being early it wouldn't be such a worry so I think it's really good to be able to have those kind of like moments where it's like okay we don't need to stress because we are ahead of time it's fine yeah perfect
1: in regards to the Olympia what feedback did you get and are you making any changes going into the next show
2: okay so my feedback was that they wanted to see me with a little bit more fullness kind of all over um which is actually really interesting because I thought I would was going to be one of the most muscular girls up there so we kind of prepared for that in a way that we didn't want to fill me out too much, and we want we focused it a little bit more on conditioning because my previous feedback before that was conditioning. So we <laughs> kind of focused mainly on conditioning, um, and did sac- sacrifice a little bit of muscle fullness and um, and stuff like that. And um, they said they were like, okay, we're really happy with the conditioning. The conditioning was great, but we want now want to see you with a little bit more uh, fullness within your muscle bellies. So now we have that feedback of okay, cool. So we're going to try. I don't think it's a case of building muscle for me I think it's we need to try and display the muscle that I do have in a fuller way um I know I do have that round muscle that they're wanting it's just a case of displaying it a little bit more so we're going to be heavy training we're heavy training a little bit more at the moment which is really nice because I love heavy training um (laughs) a little bit more than what I usually would be at six weeks six and a half weeks out um and then we're probably gonna pump up and fill up a little bit differently to what we did at the olympia so olympia we kept it quite uh light Um, on the day of show and kind of the the days leading into the show as well because I did the Texas the week before. So we kind of kept it very, very light to kind of make sure that we uh, kept conditioning there. So now we're going to kind of maybe carb up a little bit heavier versus being lighter with things.
0: So So regarding the Olympia um, criteria and look, is it very different to the Arnold criteria and look that you're going for?
2: No. So I think so. we're going to kind of come in, we're going to try and come in kind of very similar to what we were for the Olympia, potentially, you know, sacrifice a little bit of conditioning to try and have a little bit more muscle fullness and have more projection within my muscles. Um, I think that's the main thing we're trying to focus on is just having a little bit more fullness. Um, so that's why we're kind of eating a little bit more, training a little bit harder. Um, and then I think... Probably this week because I just checked in this morning. Probably this week mm-hmm. we'll probably start to ramp things up a little bit more to try and get, obviously, bringing that that conditioning that we're wanting. Um, but no, I'm I'm I think I'm really happy with the shape that we're bringing so far. It's just a case of seeing what they what the shape looks like next to the girls that I've just competed against. Because obviously the girls that we the what well, the girls that are doing the honors are the same girls that are were mainly in the top ten. So it was it's going to be interesting to kind of see where I land in that um, and then yeah. kind of.
0: Yeah, because I feel like with bikini, there's such a fine line between being either too lean or spilling over or being too vascular or muscular. Yes. So how have you found your look throughout all your shows? Do you think you're exactly where you need to
2: be? I think now we've kind of nailed where we need to be, uh, especially after, you know, the placing that I got at the Olympia. I think we finally actually nailed um, what they're looking for from me, um, the, the best we have this olympia and now obviously just improving in terms of just bringing up that that muscle fullness and trying to bring like like i said more projection within my muscles and stuff um but it just takes a lot of competing a lot of experience of getting on stage a lot of just trial and error if i'm honest like we've tried and errored so many different ways of peaking of filling out of prepping so i think we finally found our right recipe for it and we're going to kind of stick to it that way but i think Everyone is so different and every prep is so different. So it's a case of you just need to adapt in that moment and say, okay, cool. Like what, what are we doing moving forwards? Like for this year, like what are we doing to improve? Okay, cool. We've done this. Now let's move it forwards. If that makes sense.
1: That's why it's so good that you have worked with your coach for so long because he knows your body and you know yourself. So it's literally just taking feedback from the judges essentially and making those changes and coming back, you know, better for the next show which is yeah really good
0: yeah I love that because there are so many competitors I feel like they do their first show but then they do get disheartened so when like another competitor comes back and they've made those improvements and they're even better it's just like yes queen yeah it's like (laughs) criticism yeah Yeah. then taking on that criticism not you know taking it personally yeah not to heart yeah
2: exactly I think it's really important to to make sure people understand that as well to understand that you know, eat like each we said each prep is going to be different. and like one year you might not have reached your full potential and then the next year, you know you're just finding out a little bit more about your body and doing more things a little bit differently. and that's where you kind of unlock your more like more potential that you didn't see before if that makes sense. And yeah. I think it's really important to be patient for as well because at
1: the end of the day, you know everyone can improve be better. Yeah. so it's really good to take that feedback and those comments and just come back better, which is yeah. That's why I love this sport so much. You always have room for improvement. Exactly. Always. Yeah. Be better.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. So we have um, some questions from Instagram. We put up a question poll on our story. So we'll do a bit of like a fire round to finish this yeah, episode of
2: off. Oh, yeah.
1: Wow. It's gone so quick. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, I was thinking. I was like, wow, that's gone quick. <laughs> so you are the
1: CEO of the Posing Portal. Um, what yeah. some important tips or advice that you would give to a first-time bikini competitor
2: about posing or about just prep in general posing posing
1: uh, what are some clients? really important things to remember or some highlights that you you know some tips that you give to your clients?
2: okay so i would say okay. the the main thing that i would always try and say with posing is once you figure out what show you're doing or even not even figured out a show but like once you know that you want to start competing um maybe that year or you're trying to find like your journey start posing because I think the main thing that people forget is that posing is how you present your your final shape. And if you don't know how to present that, then you're not gonna, it's almost like the prep is a waste, I personally feel. So when you do your, when you're literally thinking about competing and wanted to kind of like start your competing journey, try and find, obviously find a coach is in terms of like your prepping coach or that sort of thing, get all of that sorted and then start with a posing coach, start posing sessions because that's you, you, know how to, you know how to show off your shape from the beginning. And then as your body's changing, you can then understand how you need to make those changes as your body's getting leaner as well. Because that's the difficult thing. You can't just pose when you're lean. You need to start from the beginning of your journey and then yes. you to of your, yourself when you're lean, if that makes sense. So I definitely think the, the main thing for posing, when you're even thinking about competing, Try and get your posing sorted Um, or try and start practicing straight away. Because
1: it's so different, you know, from posing to check in, but then to actually pose on stage, you need the flow and you need to look natural. And And bring
0: your personality. Yeah. If you're a sassy person or sweet or...
2: Even as well, getting used to to going through the rounds over and over again. I think that's one thing um, a lot of people don't practice enough of is going through the the, the comparison rounds versus just the individuals. Because you know, it's easy to practice the individuals and practice by yourself and just be that one person. But remember, the, most of the work is done in your comparison round. So you want to try and make sure that when you're doing those um, rounds, you're getting used to uh, holding them for a long amount of time. So maybe 10 20 seconds, face the back, same again, turn around and do and you know, repeat that over and over again. Because it's like cardio. I think it's like cardio and you Mm. need to make it look I did go rounds the other day and I was like oh my god so like it's so much harder than I I remember. I forget how hard the comparison rounds are.
1: And it's really good to see, Phoebe, when you stepped on stage, you had this aura and energy about you and yeah, you just brought this energy to the stage, Mm. which is really good to see. So bastard. Yeah. No, it means a lot because
2: I was speaking to some um a client the other day and she had just come to me and she's done a few shows before and she said she was she taught herself um before and she posed beautifully really good it was just a few final things that she wanted me to kind of look over and it was kind of we were talking about being self-taught and how it feels to be self-taught it feels like it has a really good you know energy about being self-taught it feels very confident if that makes sense yeah no it means a lot to be saying that it you know, my posing looks good and stuff like that it means a lot. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, let's do the next question. Oh, I like this one. Uh, Phoebe, do you have any rituals before hitting the stage? Anything that you do every
1: single time you do a show? <laughs> I know some competitors know. and pause and
2: breathe, and then walk on. Or is anything do do you get in the zone? I think I, I think I don't realize they do it, but obviously the breathing thing that you just said, like when I'm on the side of the stage, I kind of like look, I. I really stare at where I need to be. So the cross in the middle of the stage. When I'm stood on the side of the stage, kind of looking at the cross, almost taking that re- like zoning out for a second, whilst that per- like the person in front of me is on stage, and kind of like going through my routine in my head almost. Um, and then when they call out my name, kind of really making sure that I kind of stare down the audience. Across mm. and then look at the judges, and I think that's kind of the only thing that I really repetitively do. I wouldn't call it a ritual; I just call it like something that I do. I don't know. But no, I don't actually have like anything that I do like specifically before stage because I don't know. I've just been do- doing it so many times, it kind of just feels like normal. I'm like yeah, I'm just sit on the side of the stage. Well, I might yep. actually think about that next time and be like, I should do something like and before yeah. <laughs> <a> little- doing <laughs> or something like that. Do you girls do anything like that?
1: But I know some people do listen to like a certain song or yeah. yeah. They- kind of pause for a minute and, yeah, either count or just really take a moment. Well, I was yeah. um, a performer,
0: so singing, dancing, and I would say to myself, okay, I'm taking the nervous Paris outside of my body and I'm going to bring this fierce, confident person onto stage. Like I would do this little thing every time. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good tip. I, I love that.
2: I would like that. It's like it's you're getting rid of all the bad energy. Yeah. First. Not bad vibes but kind of like any negativity about any allowed right now (laughs) there's only you know positive Paris and good Paris that's I like that a lot to be fair yeah Yeah. that's really good
1: (laughs) all right next question um so how do you pick the right bikini color for you oh
2: yeah that's a hard one I think I don't really know how I pick it usually I just go to my bikini makers and say like okay what colors do you think would look good on me this year like what do you think and if I'm honest I'd now for the last like few years I've kind of stuck with purple because I think I found my color that I I like on my on my body. I just have to go through a few bikinis to like really see like okay cool. This is these are the colors that work for me. Um, I know that's always hard though because a lot of people are always like I want to like try like different colors. I want to try like loads of different styles. Um, but I like to always keep it nice and simple. I'm really boring with my bikini colors because mm. I like to just keep it very simple. Nothing too striking, but something that's enough to to look nice on my skin complexion and stuff because you don't want to take that away from your physique either you know exactly that because that's the thing one the one thing you don't want to do with you know anything outside of your body is it be too distracting from your body so like your jewelry your hair your shoes makeup everything you don't want it to take away from your shape so that's something you always want to try and make sure that you're focusing on as well and not like it not being too you know distracting that's something that the the hedges of olympia has always kind of said a lot of the times so i've always really tried to take that on account oh wow
0: talking about show day actually um what are some essentials
2: you pack on show day oh i pack a blanket and pillow because i always (laughs) get freezing backstage so like a small pillow and like a, a small blanket nothing too big but something to warm me up because I get I always get really cold backstage especially for the Olympia I was freezing um so I had like a little pillow a little um blanket and just kind of sat backstage also it just helps because you don't want to sit on anything that's gonna mess up your tan or that type of thing so those little things I kind of make sure um slippers to be comfy pretty much anything to, to make the experience more comfortable because obviously, it's not like you don't feel comfortable on stage, but because you've got your hair, your makeup done, you've got tan on, it's not, it's something you want to try and keep perfect. So you ha- you're you trying your, your best to kind of like make sure it doesn't get messed up. So anything that makes me feel more comfortable, that's kind of my main things that I bring backstage. Also I like to bring back, I have like this little, it sounds really silly, but I, when I won my pro card uh, back in 2018, I think, yeah, 18. Um, my boyfriend, Max, his, uh, sister, his little sister, drew me a little, like, uh, card that is like a, it's like a little fake IPB card, if I makes sense. She gave it <laughs> back from, when I got back from winning my pro card when, I, when we were in Spain. And um, she was like, you can take this everywhere you go now. So I take it everywhere yeah. with me. And I- backstage it's in my it's actually in my bikini bag so i just think that's one of the things that i always take i feel like it's a little good luck charm i mean it's always with me if that makes sense yeah that's really sweet
0: and a phone charger bring
2: a phone charger oh my god yeah phone charger because my phone always runs out battery and a battery pack 100 those those things are essential
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's actually a really good idea take all those
2: photos
1: exactly
2: <laughs> exactly that
1: did you find it hard on show day essentially i know a lot of girls you know, want to take photos and everything on show day but you know being present and really just soaking up the moment because there is so much that happens on show day there's so much to remember mm. especially like coming down to eating so do you think it's important to try to be in the moment and stay present on the day yes i do
2: i think it's really good to make sure that you're being at one with the girls and stuff backstage like when i was backstage i was kind of like going around talking to like most people because i was like i just want to be able to kind of say like you know i was with this this person backstage and we had this moment and i was with this person backstage and we with this we had this moment it almost distracts me from what we're, we're just about to do we're just about to step on stage at the biggest you know competition in the world yeah. that's very striking and i always forget that um but the way that it distracts me is by being present and having fun with the ladies backstage and it it almost then like portraying on stage so those vibes those happy vibes those you know good vibes that i have with the girls backstage then reflects to when i'm on stage so it really makes everything like a lot more fun so yeah i think i always try and take pictures i always try to have fun with people backstage and stuff like that because it makes the experience a lot more fun yes you obviously have the people that are you know in the zone they will kind of want to focus on stage and do their own thing which is absolutely fine and i respect that but I, I'm just one of those people who loves to be present and kind of, like, enjoy the, the moment a lot. So, um, no, I'm very much the type of person that is an uh, in-the-moment in the, in the moment type person. That's really good. I love you that. Know? I find that
0: a lot of people do find that quite hard because either you're trying to get that content or... But, like, yeah, being present in the moment and soaking up all those memories, that's what it's all about. Because your hard work is
2: done, you know? So yeah. So really just be present. Exactly. All the hard work's done. We can't do anything, like... No. That extra rice cake probably won't do anything. Like, those extra, you know, few bits of protein aren't going to do anything. So, for me, I like to just literally experience and have fun with the people backstage and just do as much as I can, like, when I'm when I'm there. What were the vibes backstage at the Olympia? Was it very, like, positive? Oh, my God, it was so much fun. I, I enjoyed myself a lot because I think a lot of the girls... You know that sound on the stage are very similar to me anyway i have competed with a lot of them i follow a lot of them so when we see each other the backstage we're like oh my god hi like and it's almost like we have a weird catch-up. It make <laughs> so we kind of like catch up if that makes sense like how's prep been like how's this because you know we haven't actually met each other before and most likely we won't spend time outside because obviously we you know we've got our families our other friends there so we probably won't have time to spend with each other outside of being backstage so we kind of have like a little catch-up and you know chats backstage and before we go on stage and kind of like get to know each other like there if that makes sense yeah Um, yeah so i honestly and because a lot of those girls you know i've followed for years now and i've never met um or i've competed with you know way back when and i haven't seen them since so i kind of like was catching up with loads of people backstage and was like how's prepping and stuff like that so it was i really loved the vibes backstage um, and it was very motivating, you know, being backstage and you know, it being in in that environment. So I I loved the vibes backstage. I thought it was amazing.
1: And then the Arnolds are being like a little reunion. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, it literally will be. So I'm, I'm excited for it. I think the Arnolds is going to be a lot of fun as well because like it's just it's just so much fun because like you can be backstage with like not even just the bikini girls but loads of different people. Um, so I think it's really it's it's going to be really a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, amazing.
0: Just connecting. Um. Okay, Stevie, so I'm gonna wrap it up with these two questions. Um. So, first question: <laughs> What piece of advice for a first timer competitive would you give? And second question: What piece of advice would you give someone looking to go for their pro card or to turn pro? Oh,
2: okay. So, I think for for the first question it would be. Make sure that you you're in you're doing it for the right reason. So I think a lot of people, you know, first time competitors get into the competing world because you know we like we said earlier, it it seems very glamorized. And don't get me wrong, I love the competing world and the bodybuilding world, but it can it's not for everyone. It can be a very difficult place um, to be in, um, 24 seven on, like when you're prepping, it can be very difficult for some people. So I think just make sure that when you're getting into, you're getting into the, for the right reasons, like you're doing it for yourself. You're doing it because you want to push yourself and challenge yourself. You're not doing it for Mm -hmm. anyone else. You're not doing it for, you know- Uh, to You're not doing it just because your friends are doing it. You're you're not doing it because your boyfriend told you or like, You're doing it because you want to push yourself and challenge yourself and you're doing it for you. Um, make sure you're really, it, that's the biggest piece of I'll give because I have a lot of first time competitors, you know, I've actually said for them to to maybe delay their prep because I'm like, you, ha- I feel like you haven't had enough time in an off season or haven't had enough time because to find out the reason as to why you actually want to compete. You want to compete yeah. because that's like the next step, but why Not do you want to do it? it you know? So I think definitely first timers make sure you know your why and do, make sure you're doing it for the right reasons um and then someone trying to get their pro card be patient or even pro card or olympia qualification. if someone's you know a pro already that listen, is listening to this um make sure that you're patient with your journey because it took me three years to get my pro card and then four years to get to the olympia okay. um and it the journey itself becomes so much more amazing when you're you're patient with what you're doing so like okay cool you didn't get it the first time you didn't get it the second time you got it the third time and you'll really appreciate that third time yeah i agree with that makes the moment even better yeah you really worked your hardest to get that and don't get me wrong someone who gets maybe gets it the first time obviously probably worked the hardest as well so you can't take it away from anyone from there but you have to be patient because maybe that's not the right time for you like if you didn't get it the first time that might have not been your time that not might not been the best you've been and you're waiting for you you know you need to have more time to become the best you so i think definitely for people that are more advanced and they're going for that pro card that in your qualification be patient with it because it's hard for a reason like it's the best in the world for a reason um and it's not gonna happen overnight so you want to try and make sure you're pacing yourself and being patient with you know your goals and your journey
1: that's the thing with bodybuilding you know this happens over a period of time it's not just a you know like a challenge or anything it's a challenge over a, a long period of time so yeah. that's really good advice
2: baby to be patient and mm. find trust your why yes
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: yes trust the process because it it you know, great things take time. That's that's literally the main thing you want really wanna focus on because like like I said, it's not gonna happen overnight.
0: Rome wasn't built in a day. <laughs>
2: exactly. Exactly. Amazing. We're
1: gonna wrap this up. Oh, here. it's been
0: amazing. Honestly, just hearing about your journey, Phoebe,
2: and just learning more just about it. just incredible. You. Yeah. Oh, thank you, ladies. It really means a lot. Like I, like I said, I love doing podcasts. I love just kind of catching up and chatting with you know people. Um. So thank you for having me on, and I, obviously hopefully we can maybe have a catch up after the Arnolds and um, when I'm in off season to kind of just give you guys a little bit of an update. <laughs> yeah, oh, we of would love that.
1: So Phoebe, where can we find you on? Instagram what's your handle okay so my Instagram
2: is Phoebe Hagan underscore um, on Instagram uh, you can find me on YouTube, which is just Phoebe Hagan. Um, and then if obviously you guys are wanting, if anyone that's listening wants any posing sessions or anything like that, um, head to theposingportal.com and you can find me there.
1: Perfect. Thank you so much. And no. all the best on your journey with the Arnold. I'm sure you're going to kill it as always. We will
0: be following and cheering from Adelaide. <laughs>
2: Thank you so much, ladies. I'm very excited. I'm really, I can't wait to kind of like showcase what we're bringing at the moment. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm so excited for you. Perfect.
1: Thank you. And thanks for everyone for listening. Yeah. Hope everyone has the most amazing day. And remember, stay peachy.